I'm Coach Mickey. And I'm Mel. And we're so glad that you're with us today. And if this is your first time joining us, come on in and make yourself comfortable. Grab your cup of coffee, your tea, or your favorite beverage wherever you are in the world. And we are so glad that you join us on a regular basis. And we are loving your comments, your questions, and your suggestions that you have been bringing to us each and every podcast and kind of getting involved with us on all of our social media. And thank you so much for actually reaching out to all of our guests that we have had on in the past. Uh, they are Love hearing from you and supporting them, especially some of our music artists. And uh, today, I'm really excited because this is going to be so much fun. And this is it is. This is going to be uh, an artist performer that you're going to definitely want to support and take an opportunity to see in person. And I'm going to give you a little something, something about her background, just so you guys know, and you'll probably figure it out as we do, as we go along. Um, she is an American actress. She's a comedian and a television personality. Her credits include Entertainment Tonight, Inside Edition, Judge Jerry, uh, The Layover, My Strange Addiction, The Today, uh, or today, videos from the dark, the Wendy Williams show, and what's my secret? And what would you do? She is currently performing in Vegas, and she's going to fill you in on a little bit of something, something that you guys will have an exclusive to hear about her. I'm going to let her fill in the rest because you're going to be so excited. Thank you so much for joining us, April Brucker. Hey, thank you guys for having me. It's it's great to be on today. I'm here in Las Vegas. It's windy as heck outside. My children are doing good, all 36 of them. Don't ask, folks. (laughs) And I live with these two dogs, and I live with a parakeet. And I live with a pit bull that failed pit bull school. And I live with a carrier. And I live with 36 children. And any parents that are listening, you know that children are ungrateful, right? That's my life. (laughs) Um, the, The parakeet is semi-grateful um she chirps at all my jokes even though she feels sorry for me (laughs) and I live with my computer (laughs) but anyway the great thing about my children is is that my children aren't real children that's why they do what I want them to do when they (laughs) when I tell them to do do you guys have kids yeah I've got two you got two do they ever do what you want them to do oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) no but are they ungrateful Ah, moments, moments. (laughs) Mine are perpetually ungrateful, but they do what I want them to do when I tell them to do it because my children are puppets. I love it. I love it. And if you guys have had an opportunity to see April Brucker in Vegas, I, I envy you because that is definitely going to be on our road trip. So, uh, so enlighten us. So what, uh, so tell us a little bit about your children for those of, those of our circle of friends that are willing and able and to get out and see you in Vegas. Well, a little something, a little backstory is um, I've been a ventriloquist for several years now. And long before COVID made it cool, I went viral. Yeah, because (laughs) I went viral. The UK Daily Mail did a story on me. I went viral from England to Iceland to Italy, then from Russia to China, India, then from Singapore to Australia, to Indonesia, then from Ghana to Nigeria, to Kenya, then from Brazil to Colombia, to Guatemala. That's right. I'm a celebrity in Guatemala, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the headline said as follows. Ventriloquist, who splashes out 20 grand a year on her puppets that even have their own bedroom, dumps her fiance after he says it's them or me. 
Uh, okay. So uh, that was going to be one of my questions. How yeah. does that work with relationships with you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, because your job, I mean, or I should say your passion, let's put it that way, your passion and your children. Um, how is it in the dating world, you know, doing what you do? Oh, with it's a little, you see, it used to be a little tedious because my, my ex was actually kind of abusive. The, the relationship had other issues, obviously. And, um, you know, and I've spoken about that in interviews and I do a lot of advocacy, actually. And, uh, but the thing is, is that my puppets are very good judges to character, especially Mae Wilson. And she was my co-star. I did nine months in a classical all-female review in Vegas where we were the special guest stars. Excuse me. What's up, Lala and Mickey? Holla. Mae Wilson, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Mae. Hey, Mae. I believe the word is textile American. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Mae. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. And so you want to hear how this impacts April's dating life? Well, I come out on the date and I'm like, excuse me, potential date of April's. I have a question. And he's usually horrified at this point. Yes. I say, <laughs> do you have a dog? So you ask him if he has a job. Yes, April. Cause some of the guys that you date don't. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. But, but my, but may my, my ex did have a job. April, his job was illegal. That's why he went to jail. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, that's really unkind, May. I mean, he was kind of good at what he did. No, April, he wasn't good. That's why he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> okay, May, you're rough on the guys that I date because they have tattoos. I like the big L in the left forehead. May, the guys I date aren't losers. No, April, they're just from Sheboygan. What do you got against the people from Sheboygan? Nothing. It's just a hard word for going to to say. Sheboygan, Sheboygan, Sheboygan. But they're never going to know that it's a hard word for ventriloquists to say. Duh, because you're on a podcast and they can't see whether or not you're moving your lips. Who's the dummy now? Oh, okay, but seriously, May, but they're talking about my dating life. Um, what do you think of my dating life? Well, here's the secret. I slept with your boyfriend. What? Oh. Are you guys hearing this? When was this? I'm sorry. What was that again? Oh, that's not until next Tuesday. Ta-da! Oh, okay, mate. Really? But your story, guys. Is this a is this a show where I can share the latest things? Uh, we have, we have, we have certain things that we can say and we can't. So, so may you can share your story, but we got to kind of curve it a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll say this. A lot of April's boyfriends use her to get to me. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's opening up a whole what? new ball game. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, the one was house sitting for April and he's like, well, May, now that April's not here. I can use you and you can say all the things that I want you to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And so after a really hot night, he had me tell him I'm the best you've ever had. <laughs> this story just got very weird, mate. Well, April, you're the one telling it. Oh. <laughs> So, May, are you excited about working with uh, April in this coming up events that you've got going on? Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm very excited about the English Hotel because I'm a star. And the English Hotel has a lot of stars in it, meaning myself. 
But May, we were both the special guest stars in a Las Vegas review. No, I was the special guest star. You keep telling yourself that, April. No, we were the special <laughs> guest stars. No, I was. No, I was. No, I was. May, <laughs> there is no I in team. But there's a me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, May. But seriously, are you, but are you excited about the English Hotel? Yes, I'm very excited. As a matter of fact, I have the, I have the new dress picked out. And maybe that's where I'm going to meet my sugar daddy. Your sugar daddy, May. But what happened to your last one? He died unexpectedly at the age of 97. (laughs) (laughs) But May, why don't you just get a job? She said the J word. But this is a show about women's empowerment, right, guys? (laughs) That's right. That's right. We all get to do what we love. Yeah, yes. Hey, May, you should stand on your own two feet. You don't need a man. I'm too pretty to stand on my own two feet. (laughs) 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 But you're going to be working at the English Hotel. Yes, doing my job as a star. But don't mention the J word again. Or the W word. (laughs) But why not just be an empowered woman? You don't need a man. Listening, girl, if you say that, and that's why you're B-R-L-K-E. Did you just say broke? April, I believe the correct term is financially challenged. Okay. (laughs) But ladies, you're with me, right? You know, there's no romance without finance, right? Am I wrong? (laughs) Well, Mason, she'll be the star. You'll have money to be able to take April with you and support her. (laughs) (laughs) You, you'll be able to support me for once. About that, April. I'm going solo. Okay, I don't need you anymore. All right, I've, I have I've had all these TV appearances. I don't need you. Okay, because I'm the star. Wait, where are you getting that, mate? You don't get hired without me. No, no, no. Other way around. You don't get hired without me. True story. April was inviting this guy to her show, and she hands him the postcard. And guess who's on it? Mwah. Okay, me. And he looks at the picture and goes, wow, that's a really famous puppet. Actually, that is a true story that happened. (laughs) (laughs) And she's never let me live it down. So, but what are you looking forward to about the English Hotel? Quick thing, Todd and Lishy's restaurant is actually really good. It's called the Pepper Club after his dog, which I think is so cute and wonderful. And it has Chinese and Mediterranean fusion. So the next time you're in town, you should totally come. Holla! And tell them what else you did, May, for the English Hotel. Well, I helped give a tour to the local columnist, John Katz. That's right. She was in the RJ. And um, we took John Katz on a tour. And so John Katz is from where, May? My hometown of Pocatello, Idaho. That's right. May's from Pocatello, Idaho. And John Katz is also from Pocatello. And he calls her the Pocatello puppet. And so we took Johnny Katz around the hotel. And, um, well, actually I did. And we opened a door to one of the rooms. And it has 74 rooms and six suites. And we opened the door. And I'm on the bed. And I'm like, hi, Johnny Katz. I love you. And so May helped with the tour. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's got to be exciting because now when does the English Hotel open? Because this is still something in the works, right? Right. Um, they cut the ribbon um, in a few days uh, on Tuesday, February 22nd. And the um, and they start taking reservations in March. 
Wow. That is so exciting. And and that's going to be your resident. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. So I know you have, uh, you have your own uh, TV, which is for you guys that listen, you know, that all of the links will be embedded into the podcast, but you can also find April on uh, aprilbrucker.tv too, if you want to find her and see her perform. Uh, That's right. And May, excuse me, April and May. So how fun. So now I know, May, you are the most amazing person that she works with. So uh, I'm going to have to ask about some of your other siblings and friends that you have as part of your... Oh, that's no problem, because I've got to go meet my sugar daddy anyway. He's on life support, and he's redoing his will, okay? So i got to go, and, um, you know, anyway... And then I can get my own reality show like Ian and Nicole Smith. Holla. Bye, May. Bye, Thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, but actually we had a few folks give a tour. Another one that gave the tour, um, and he is the English Hotel, speaks to the cultured renegade. And I have a cultured renegade. And um, this guy is... Uh, is a Lou Guru. And, um, he's been, he's been with me for a while and I actually inherited him from a short film I did called the breakup and the breakup basically was a project green light finalist. And for anybody that doesn't know, um, HBO does a festival called project green light. And we were a finalist, which was a really big deal. Uh, because it was like, I have HBO finalist by my name. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I remember the day it happened, I spilled coffee on myself, and then I saw that I was an HBO finalist. Oh, and man. And then I, I still spilled coffee on myself, <laughs> which, which I'm like, I'm an HBO finalist. So, you know, and so, but the woman that directed it, Dusta Ruff, is actually a uh, lawyer that does a lot of amazing human rights work. Uh, just a shout out to her. And so anyway, but um, Mortimer helped give the tour, or Monsieur Mortimer, as he likes to be called. I am all ears for your beautiful eyes. Aww. <laughs> oh, he is so sweet. <laughs> so, so tell them a little about the tour. Well, as I told Monsieur Johnny Katz from the Review Journal, I am a lover, not a fighter, and I'm going to go rule. And so I took him into the shower. And I said, how many puppets could fit into this shower? And he goes, ooh la la. <laughs> so what are you trying to say about the shower, Mortimer? It's huge. It's huge? Huge. You mean huge. I am French. Ooh. I do not say the <laughs> <laughs> So, So Mortimer, um, these two ladies have been interviewing me. Oh, yes, beautiful ladies. Are you single? Are you in the market for a closet master? <laughs> well, by the way, blue is my color. <laughs> oh, 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 Mademoiselle, you are so beautiful. <laughs> I mean, she's no doubt very beautiful, but isn't that very forward? I am a lover, not a fighter. And once the hotel opens, they might not let me live in their shower. But I, didn't I don't know what her husband would say about that more than Mark. Well, let's just put it this way. People's charging me rent and I'm a lover. And I'm a cultural renegade. So, but tell them about giving the tour. 
Well, Monsieur Johnny Katz walks in, and I am sitting on the couch, and I am telling him about the room as the cultured renegade. And did he expect to see you? No, no, no. So, so how do you, so what do you think? Do you think these ladies should come visit you at the hotel? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yes. Aww. Yes, yes, wee wee wee. And just so you know, I am a Lugaru. I am a lover, not a fighter. And I have many, many, many different loves, but your heart belongs to me. <laughs> I'm in love. Oh, <laughs> and just so you know, I have a ballad for you. A ballad. Oh, oh, yes. a ba- oh we're excited. Yes. Let's, yeah, yes. I've got sunshine on this cloudy day. When it's cold outside, you are the one to me. Well, I guess we'll say, who can make me feel this way? Well, the Nicky, well, the Nicky, talking about well, the Nicky. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's called They Want Their Song Back. So <laughs> what can I say? It always works. I'm a guru. Anyway, I have to go be a culture of renegade. But I love you, Ma, Mortimer. Ma, Monsieur oh, Mortimer. Oh, oh it's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> So you have, you said you've got 36 children, 36. So, and now a lot of those, are they going to all be with you pretty much at the English hotel? Will that actually uh, be part of what you weave in and out? Or have you got special guest stars that will be, be with you? Well, some will be permanent parts of the stable. Some will weave in and out. It depends. Um, Cause I always like to keep my show fresh. And here's the thing. It's like, because some of my children, they do a lot of shows and sometimes they get tired. And I know that that sounds crazy because they're puppets. But, um, you know, sometimes I like to change it up because um, people like May. But sometimes they also like another character like um, a, um, a Mortimer. Mortimer also always goes over very well. But one staple is, um, do you guys know who Mr. Las Vegas is? Uh, oh, isn't it um, uh it's Wayne. Is it Wayne Newton? What? Yes. Um, well, anyway, um, I have uh, his cousin here who's going to be a staple at the hotel. <laughs> Ooh. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Wayne Newton at your service. I'm sure the last puppet was saying, Hola, cool stuff. Am I getting everybody? So you look like somebody, but you're not. Well, I'm Mr. Las Vegas's second cousin, twice removed. Twice removed? <laughs> yes, I've been removed once by Casino Security, and I've been removed <laughs> once by the Clark County Department of Health. <laughs> so you're not Mr. Las Vegas. No, ladies. I'm Mr. Ungo's Las Vegas. Ungo's <laughs> Las Vegas. Thank, thank you very much. Oh. So, um, so where are you guys located in California? Wayne may have done a show there. I'm in San Diego. Yeah, and I'm in Dana Point. San Diego. Where are you? I'm in I'm in Orange County. I'm in like I'm about an hour north of uh, San Diego. Yeah. So, have you done any shows there? Yes. As a matter of fact, I did two. Two. One in a parking lot and one in a Kogos. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever met your famous cousin, Mister Las Vegas? Yes, he gave me his autograph once. His autograph. That's very nice. 
it was good and gold at the bottom of the restraining order. <laughs> so, but where are you appearing in Las Vegas now? Well, I'll be at the English Hotel. The English Hotel? Then where will you be when you're not at the English Hotel? Well, you can currently see me at the Kroger Supermarket Slot Parlor. Very good. <laughs> but I got hopes and I got dreams. And my agent, Morty, says that I'm getting good. So good that someday when they get a game license, I can appear at Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so how are things with your agent, Morty? They were a little slow, but then he got crawled. That's good. And um, so do you have a song for these ladies? Yes, I do. It's one of my favorites. Here goes. Don't get shame, darling, don't get shame. Thank you to Mickey and Will for having me on again. Don't get shame, darling, don't get shame. Thank you to Mickey and Will for this podcast again. Don't get shame, darling, don't get shame. Thank you to Mickey and Will for being beautiful again. Don't get shame, darling, don't get shame. Licky and Will, please visit me in Vegas. Don't get shamed, darling, don't get shamed. Thank you to Licky and Will again. Please visit me at the English Hotel. That'll be swell. What the hell? You're my girl. Don't get shamed, darling, don't get shamed. These aren't the words to don't get shamed. That's what the booker at the shop right said. <laughs> yeah, loved it. Yeah, thank <laughs> and you. so before you go, would you like to tell them where you were on? Yes, I was in Johnny Katz's column. Johnny Katz's column. And I was all over his Instagram, so come visit me there. Wow. That's amazing. Dwayne Newton, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) How fun. fun. I got to ask, April, how how did you uh, discover this passion of doing this? Because you're so good at it, and it's fun. It's so fun. Well, my imagination has gotten me in trouble for as long as I can remember. (laughs) (laughs) I was told by my second grade teacher, who um, is probably somewhere being miserable because she's a miserable person. (laughs) I got this note, you have a very vivid imagination. And so, and it wasn't a compliment, but anyway, so I was always writing something. From the time I could walk. And my mom has everything I've ever written. And I have this terrible story about a cat that I wish she would burn. But she's my mother and saves everything. And (laughs) and so anyway, long story short, I was a very shy kid, actually. Um, And my mom was always trying to get me a talk, which was hard um, because I didn't want to. And um, believe it or not. um, And so anyway... I also grew up without cable because my parents were about making me cool. And so anyway, I grew up in Steeler country, uh, right outside of Pittsburgh. That's why I have the accent that I do. And um, my dad, like my parents were teachers. They're like, if you live here, you're going to be a thinker. So we had an antenna and um, we weren't allowed TV on school nights. When we were, we would kidnap Nickelodeon. Um, We would literally bootleg Nickelodeon with this antenna. And so anyway, Long story short, my brother was playing football because my dad was living vicariously because why not? And um, (laughs) anyway, so in order to watch the games, you had to get the local sports channel, which we did not have. So in order to get one channel, you got to get 40. And so my dad, after fighting for an hour with the cable company, this was like Brooker's last stand. I kid you not. He goes, (laughs) but I only want one channel. Mr. Brooker, you got to get 40. I don't care. I only want one. I said, finally. 
we got came. We had no choice. My dad was defeated. <laughs> so after one of my brother's games, because Friday night's varsity, Saturday's JV in college, and Sunday is uh, pro, Monday's pro, but it's also pro wrestling. Um, and you know this if you grow up in Pittsburgh. And um, anyway, so we're watching the games after Friday night. And one thing my dad hates is commercials. And with more cable comes more commercials, mm-hmm. right? Because now you have a bunch of channels with nothing on them. So my dad is changing the channel and we come to an Edgar Bergen TV special. Now we're all trying to talk like the ventriloquists. Um, and my parents are just like, you know, they love it. I, you know, we're all trying to do it because this is just crazy. Jeff Dunham's performing, Sherry Lewis. And guess what? I'm the only one that can do it because I have my great grandmother sideways Irish smile. <laughs> and that Christmas, my mom gets me a Groucho Marx figure. Oh man, that's awesome. Oh, wow. that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, and again, for those of you, we, we can see April and yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing, you know, what you do and how you do it, you know, so I, I can see how th- that you actually do what you do because it's a hard thing. It mm-hmm. has to be a hard thing to do, and especially because you're changing different voices. You know, you have your different children. You've got, they all have different personalities. So yeah, I mean, it's, that's a gift. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, and here's the thing, like anything you get better at it, the more you do it. Like I got to the point I'm at because I practiced a lot and I got my butt kicked a lot. I, um, I spent a lot of time in front of the mirror. I, uh, I did a lot of uh, shows in New York City where I got my butt kicked. Um, I, as a matter of fact, one funny story. I was coming home from performing in the basement of a Chinese taco joint near the Empire State Building because mm-hmm. that's New York City for you, Chinese taco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the lady that owned it was a wonderful lady. Um, she used to give me free food, but everybody would say, like, dude, what's a Chinese person doing operating a taco joint? Like, you know, but it was a whole franchise. And so anyway... Um, and the franchise was Maui Taco, which, but the open mics at Maui Taco, there were several a night and it was in the basement and um, the ceiling always leaked. And so it was a cold night. The ceiling was leaking. The heat was broken. The state and this one guy, and he's a sweet guy, but he's a bigger guy. And the stage was pretty flimsy. He broke the stage. We had a bunch of tourists there from, I want to say Finland. They knew no English. I get up and I eat it. You know, I bomb. Like, I'm just not talking about bomb. I'm talking about, like, it's like, this was like a nuclear, this was like, you know, the, the amount, like the nuclear meltdown, like where I skated kind of bomb. It was epic. So anyway, I leave there and I'm crying and, and, you know, and it's one of these things where I'm just doubting every life decision I've ever made Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, this is like, my mother's right. I should just go to grad school and get a real job. So anyway, I'm leaving there. And I'm into, and I'm near Times Square and I'm about to get the train and there's this billboard and I do the biggest ugly cry under the billboard. Cause you know, when you have a bad night, you do an ugly cry, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, I'm doing this ugly cry under this billboard and um, this homeless guy comes up to me and he goes, you know, you really got to chill out. And I'm just like, when a homeless guy tells you to chill out, that's how you know you're having a bad night. So anyway, <laughs> Fast forward, I go home, I get some sleep. I decide, you know what, if I want this bad enough, I'm going to have to work for this. Well, guess what? Um, several years later, I was on a bill. I was on that same billboard. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. That's cool. Do you have a picture of that billboard? Yeah, I do. It's actually on my Instagram. Yeah, I can even send it to you. And the funny thing is, is I'm talking to my manager, Clinton Billups, about it. And I said, I said, oh my God, this billboard is really special. He's like, is it because you're on it? I'm like, no, it's because I used to ugly cry under it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love stories like that. You know, and that's, that's something that everybody can learn from is that, yeah, if you want it bad enough, just keep going after it. And like I said, for what you do is, yeah, I mean, it, it is constant. It's constantly evolving. It has to be, you know, and now look at you, you're in Vegas, you're in no. Vegas from a bill, from an ugly cry to a billboard to now your own show at the English hotel in Vegas. Good. You know, that is amazing. Good for you. That's exciting. I love hearing stories like that. That is so great. What, what is, I have to ask, I know you've got 36 of them, but do you have your favorite favorites that every time you, you work with that, that specific one, you're like, yeah, just, this just means so much to you or, or, or they all pretty much have their own individual stories that you attach to. They all have their own individual stories and um, because I love them all at certain points. Um, I love, I love um, May because I feel like May is so close to my heart in a lot of ways. And um, I was actually at NYU. I attended the Tisch school and um, believe it or not, that was, uh, I had, this is a classic May story. My mom, May is based off of two people and her first incarnation she was a charlie mccarthy doll that got a makeover because my sister wasn't using her charlie mccarthy doll and we made that charlie may so anyway (laughs) may i wanted may to look like me and so my great aunt helen jones um who's 95 right now and still drives may add she still drives she's pretty she is a skilled seamstress and she made this um May for me and so my mom shipped her up to nyu where i was living and i was living in a place called weinstein and Weinstein is off of Union Square, which is beautiful. And, you know, and and little did I know I would never be able to afford to have an address like that again because, hello, like rent went up in New York. But anyway, <laughs> long story short, they used to call it the prison because the walls were stone, the floors were stone, but you looked out and you were on Union Square and you like had a bunk mate. It was pretty crazy. And the chow hall was pretty nuts. <laughs> And so that was the nickname was the prison. So anyway, <laughs> we had this woman that worked in the mail room and she was um, old school Bronx and cracked the bubble gum. And she's like, you got mail, Brooker. And that's just the way she would talk. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get this big box and I know that it's May. And she goes, Brooker, you got mail. And I said, can I open it? And she goes, what is it? Do you want to open it now? And she liked me. So I was like, sure. So I open it and May's in the box. And I put May on my arm. She comes alive. And it's like everybody in the lobby of this dorm room lit up. And all May had to do was be herself, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, um, May was the first, like, I gave May um, the backstory that she has. is She's based off of two people. The first is a girl that was mean to me in seventh grade who, oh. um, who just was like, she was... Um, Regina George without the Jingle Bell Rock. You, you remember Mean Girls with Jingle Bell Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think she did have a burn book, but she couldn't spell half the names in it. But she <laughs> and then the other was actually a friend of mine. And this girl was, you would totally think that she was, um, that she was mean, but she wasn't. 
she was a bleach blonde cheerleader that drove a red convertible that was just friends with everyone. She was like a real life Barbie doll. You know, it's like, you it's like, but she was just that cool. And her name was Erin and she'd be like, era one, era two. And so everybody in her little group was an era. And pretty soon there were like more eras than anybody. <laughs> and so she drove this red convertible. And one time she saw me, she's like, era, 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 what's up? And she's in her red convertible and she's driving away. And this old dude behind her is like, you know, you've got to get yourself one of those. And so, <laughs> and so but her dream in life was to marry a rich doctor and never work again. <laughs> At least she had goals. Yeah, I know. And it's like, you couldn't help but love her. I love it. That's I love cool. it. Well, I, one thing I love about May is you're right. She gets, she speaks her mind and she gets an opportunity to say what you, you know, what's funny is I realize with May, she says exactly what you're thinking, but you're afraid to say. I know. <laughs> like May is everything I want to be because there have been times where I have run myself ragged and my love life has been a mess. If it even was existent, I will say it, and, you know, and being women, we are perpetual people pleasers and we overextend ourselves. And I had overextended myself yet again. And I was like at this gig and I'm trying not to cry because I've overextended myself so terribly. And I feel like I'm going to let everybody down. But then I put May on my arm. And May just doesn't care. She's fabulous. And I'm like, damn it. Why can't I be like that? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So what had, okay, you've got the English hotel, you've got your TV show. Uh, Again, we're going to put all, uh, all of her uh, April's links up on our, uh, in the podcast on our website and all of our other social media, but uh, how exciting about this English hotel. So when does your show actually begin? You said the ribbon cutting is going to be this week, the 22nd. And then when do you actually, when can people start getting tickets for your show? Well, they'll be um, advertising more on the website. So go to, so go to the English hotel social media. They have a Facebook page, they have an Instagram and they'll have more there. Uh, it'll develop, but also another thing, is from the English Hotel Pool, I will be um, recording uh, my own web show and podcast, April in Vegas. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Well, that's exciting. We are so happy that you have been with us and it has been so much fun and we're really excited for it. Congratulations from from a billboard to the English Hotel. (laughs) Thank you. And hey, come come see me at the pool because I will be recording there and I'll be recording there with the general manager, Steve Dennis, who was a stand-up comic at one point, who was a television weatherman. Um, and he lived in both Alaska and Hawaii. He grew up in Alaska wow. and in oh, Hawaii wow. for two years. Wow. Well, well, hey, it's only a four hour drive for us, Mel. We should have <laughs> pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> well april fun. thank you so much for being with thank us we had so, so much fun <laughs> thank you thank, thank you. you this was a pleasure and folks check me out at aprilbroker.tv i'm on youtube i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok i'm on twitter i'm on facebook show me some love all right Absolutely. so thank you you guys for being with us again and as oh we- and if you want to learn how to be a ventriloquist check out my book don't read my lips oh cool. okay, so i was going to ask that question how to do that <laughs> yeah it's available on amazon so okay so say the name of the book again 
Don't read my lips. Don't read my lips. Okay. We'll put that link up also. So we'll go ahead and we'll grab that. We'll put that also into the uh, description of the podcast. So Circle of Friends, we are so glad that you joined us. I hope you had as much fun as we did because we had a blast. And I don't think I have laughed and smiled this much in a long time. You have been a gift having having you on, April. Definitely, I definitely want to come out and see you uh, in the near future. So you guys look up all of April's information. Go get tickets at the English Hotel. And I highly suggest go see her show. And if until then, go to all of her YouTube channels so you can get a taste of who she is. So until then, you guys, we are just ordinary friends trying to live an extraordinary life we love you and we will see you guys next week bye bye Bye. this episode was brought to you by keeponsharing.com they're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network they'll share back 50 percent of their revenue with their users but that's just the tip of the iceberg it's free to register and they never sell your information You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to keeponsharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 